0: This is Orson Welles, speaking from London. The Black Museum is the repository of death. Yes, here in the grim stone structure on the Thames, which houses Scotland Yard, is a
1: warehouse of homicide for everyday objects. A glass
0: ashtray, a porcelain vase, an electric fan touched by murder. There's a piece of an iron chain. It's a familiar object. Might be a bar on a gravel driveway. It might rest in an emergency truck, a youth in towing an automobile. It might. In this case, it was the cause of death. Remember this? Then... Hey, of course, Inspector. You knew, didn't you, we just about then closed the file on the tell killing. Yes, you told me. It's just as well there's no statute of limitations on murder. And Today that train can be seen in its place in the Black Museum. <laughs> Means of death. And in every case, it's been violent. All right, huh? Chain. Chain. Now, what do you associate with the words, with the sound? Chain. Ships and anchors, slavery, bars and prisons, maybe? Well, hardly with a young girl, 23, seated in a hard chair in the bare office of Inspector Hall. I'm sorry to ask you to repeat that statement, Miss Tomlinson. You'll understand that I find it rather hard to believe.
2: You feel the same way, don't you, Sergeant?
0: Oh, I do, sir. No doubt about it, I do. Well, I I rather expected you
2: would, Inspector. In modern times, I do.
0: And you've no explanation for these uh
2: phenomena? If I had, I wouldn't be here, Inspector. Oh, you must believe me. it. Is... There is a ghost, and I'm frightened.
0: You mean, Miss Tomlinson, but I'm noises in the night, and they frighten you.
2: Noises? And the voice. My father's voice. He wants me out of the house. Why should he want me out when he left it to me? When we were so happy there together. Just
0: you and your father?
2: Mother died when I was very little. I hardly knew her. Now this only myself. In the
0: house? Haunted? I see. Does this uh, ghost by any chance
2: rattle chains? Yes. Oh, it's, it's a
0: horrible sound. Apparently, the good inspector had his own ideas about this ghost. In fact, after Joan Tomlinson left his office. Interested, Kristen? In ghosts? <laughs> Little, sir? Uh, in good looking airless sergeant. <laughs> oh, that's a. Uh... Uh, No, sir. Uh, But it might be possible that someone else is, or in her property. Perhaps. Well, uh, look into it, Preston. If we don't, the odds are the young lady will be back until we do. Let me have a report in the morning. The morning was eight hours away. Sergeant Preston walked up the quiet street in the London suburb where each house stood alone in its own plot of ground. Even in the inadequate light in the street lamps, the sergeant could see something well-kept lawn.
1: He turned into the concrete driveway, skirted two garages and attended
0: back garden, finding his way to a screened back porch where a light shone briefly. You came, sergeant. Thank you for the
2: light. My torch. I didn't want you to try the wrong house. This way. I thought we'd
0: wait in the upstairs sitting room. Whatever you think best, Mist. It's your ghost.
2: Yes, isn't it? The stairs are
0: this way. The sergeant felt rather than saw in the darkness that it was a large house. Seemed to be several rooms on the ground floor. And upstairs, they passed three closed doors before they entered the sitting room, which apparently extended the full width of the building.
2: That's a comfortable chair. It was
0: Father's. Thank you, miss. A drink? No, thank you. I'll smoke if I may.
2: Yes, of course.
0: When does he come? Midnight?
2: Any time after I've gone to bed. Usually around now.
0: You'll come tonight, miss. What's
2: that? It's starting. You'll see.
0: Have you ever heard of the researches of Colin Doyle and, and dozens
2: of others? Now do you believe me, Sergeant?
0: There is something, Miss. Well, who
2: could sound like my father? Who? who would call me Joni? I... Oh, all right. We might as well have some lights now. He will... It won't come back until tomorrow night.
0: I see. Only once a night.
2: Yes. Well, don't you want to... House or
0: well, Sergeant, don't you? If this thing is human, there ought to be some trade, Sergeant. Pardon me? <laughs> no, no. no, Miss, whoever, whatever it is, will be gone now. Maybe tomorrow night.
2: Well, in the purpose of the inspector, oh, please.
0: Yes, yes, of course. Uh... Shouldn't you go to our hotel for a while, Miss, till this is cleared up?
2: Oh, I thought of that a week ago, Sergeant. But, well, I, I like my own and and if it isn't my father, he won't harm me. He'd never do that.
0: You're very certain of that, aren't you, young lady? Aren't you a bit confused? If you believe that, why worry? Why go to the police to the yard? Why be frightened of a fatherly ghost. When well, the sergeant asked
2: that. I know, I know, but I wanted someone else to hear him. But I was scared. Well, maybe I was imagining things. I'll be all right, sergeant. I expect I'm safe in my own house.
0: And so you send the sergeant on his way, the sergeant who ought to have searched the house. You take him down the back stairs and out the back door, Joan. You go upstairs, alone, your own room. Start to undress. Talk to yourself. Give yourself courage.
2: Stop it, Joan Tomlinson. Stop it here. There's nothing to be afraid of. You're not going crazy. You're. What What? What The
1: Go away, John. Go away before I have to hurt you. I don't want to. It's part, part of my punishment. I have to hurt you. Leave the house. (laughs) No! <laughs>
3: You're going
0: straight to hospital. And I'm going straight to the inspector. I don't like the looks of it. Not a bit. Well, who would like the looks of it? Especially if you didn't believe in ghosts. And, of course, Inspector Hall didn't believe in ghosts. Standing beside Joan in her room at the hospital, he was quite explicit. It's a mighty corporeal ghost, Mr.
2: How do you know, Inspector?
0: Your twisted ankle. That was no accident. A stair tread was thrown through. I understand... Ghosts have difficulty with cross-cut saws. Miss Tomlinson, do you have any next of kin? That is, anyone who might uh, benefit if anything
3: happened to you?
2: Hmm. Only some certain cousins. Mm. I haven't seen them in years. They live in London? Oh, I know. Um, There was Larry Kelk. He was in, in Manchester. I had a note after Father died. And, um, Jenny Hennessy, he lives in Norwich. Yes, I think... And yes, of course. Ruth Carstairs. Father spoke of her. She's a schoolteacher. The oldest. A uh, school in Bristol. But... Oh, but that's impossible, Inspector. None of them... None of them would, uh, want you out of the way. No, of course not. I see. Then,
0: how do you account for... This, Miss Tomlinson, pardon? Yes, sir. Here it is. Wait, wait, wait. In the center of your house, under some umbrella bags, right near the furnace, Miss Tomlinson. The furnace with its tin ducts to the registers in the room above. Many a youngster used these echoing ducts to imitate a ghost or to overhear what was going on in another room. As I said before, Miss Tomlinson, this is a mighty corporeal ghost. He soars through stairs. He uses hot air ducts to amplify his voice. And he carries his own sound effects. I don't like this any more than Sergeant Preston does, miss. I don't like it at all. And today, that same chain can be seen in the Black Museum. (laughs) And chain. The hot air ducts to carry a voice through a lonely house. No ghost, this, but someone with a plan and a motive. Spectre Hall had no illusions about ghosts and certainly none about the danger to Joan Tomlinson. All right, Preston. Let's get to work on this. There's three cousins. Right. Oh, the girl says there's no possibility. Where is a will, Sergeant. There's a way to start someone thinking. The girl was wrong about her ghost. She can be wrong about her cousins. Get the wires out, Preston. And I want an unobtrusive guard on the house, 24 hours a day. You've got the names of those people she mentioned? Simple. Routine. Teletype messages. Advise earliest convenience. Well, the advice came so conveniently early that Inspector Hull, who sat at his desk with a 3 two yellow paper before him, Mark to Sergeant Preston. It's unbelievable, Sergeant. Coincidence, sir? Coincidence? My foot. All three dead within a few days of each other. All three filed unsolved. Kelk, July 6th. Hennessy, July 8th. Carstairs, July 12th. Sergeant, under no circumstances is that girl to be permitted to leave the hospital. That's an order. She's safe, sir. How long, Inspector? Until I get back. Baxter? Don't look blank, Preston. Just look at these telegraph replies. I'm making a cook's tour of these three cities Manchester, Norwich, and Bristol. Obviously, I need facts. There seem to be quite a few facts in Manchester, Norwich, and Bristol. England isn't so very large, you see, and the trains are fast. In Manchester. I understand, Bardsbury, that the Pelk case was in your hands. Aye, that's correct, sir. Well, how far did you get? No motive, nothing.
3: Just this man, Pelk walking home alone on a July night. Toward 11,
0: a dark street. A carving knife in his back. That's all. A night train to Norwich. Another police headquarters, another detective. Anxious to cooperate.
3: it is, Inspector, all we have on the Hennessy case. Tell me about it, Wilson. Hit and run, driver. I checked the scene myself. Hennessy was hit on the sidewalk, looked as if some drunk had driven right up on the walk and crushed the man against the building wall.
0: And so a pattern emerges. Two men die quite unexpectedly, but in this case, no clues, no indication that there was purpose or motive. Except that a third man died quite naturally in London. And his daughter was the victim of deliberate fright. And all those involved were related to each other. As a pattern emerges. It's continued in Bristol. All right, Appleby. Uh, what have you on the cast woman? A schoolteacher. I believe she was... Um... Uh, yes. Uh, retired. Quiet. Uh, the usual. Until she took some headache remedy the night of July the 12th. Unfortunately for her, someone had put stricting in the bottle. I know that kind of test. Not then. Anything else? Some prints on the bottle? Not hers? She smudged them with her own when she took the bottle out of the medicine cabinet. Her landlady said she had a visitor the day before, but she usually did. Former students, all that sort of thing. Mind if I go over and see that landlady? Oh, not at all. The name is Ross. Help yourself. Quite a talker, that woman. It was a semi-detached villa with a vacancy sign on the door. Mrs. Ross was indeed quite a talker. Inspector Hull let her talk
2: at least 15 years oh, a wonderful woman, Inspector, sir. So many of our students come to see her, even after she retired. The kind of teacher you don't find nowadays. I know exactly what you mean, ma'am. Oh, and she was so happy that day. What with her cousin being here the day before and all. Her cousin, Mrs. Ross? Yes, I remember it clearly. She called. She was going out for a bit of cake for tea now that her cousin Michael Stratt had come to see her.
0: A new name. Another cousin. One Michael Stroud, carefully our
2: inspector. Carefully. You don't happen to know where he was from now, do you, ma'am? Oh, from London. I have the address. Found an envelope in the waste paper basket while I was clearing out the poor thing's room. Did uh, you tell this to the police? No, sir. They were so busy with their bustling and dusting everything for fingerprints, they
1: Yes, 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 of
0: course, sir. Now, Mrs. Ross, uh, may I have that address, please? That is, uh, if you still have a... A teletype message travels much faster than a train from Bristol to London. By the time the inspector reached his office, Sergeant Preston was waiting with the answer. We've been there, sir. Uh, Michael Stroud had a flat at the address, but he's moved and left no forwarding address. Oh, uh, when did he move out? July thirteenth, sir. The day after the Carstairs woman died. When Macquarie is escaping... What do you do? Well, at least you can do it. Close some of the gaps in the situation. Try to develop motive and opportunity. The inspector permitted Joan Tomlinson to leave the hospital and to proceed in his company to the office of a solicitor.
3: Now, sit down, Joan.
0: And to Inspector.
2: Thank you, Mr. Thomas.
3: Thank you. I, uh, I gather something is
0: amiss. Mr. Thomas, we have reason to believe that three people have died because of Miss Tomlinson's inheritance and that her own life is in danger. That's unbelievable, sir. It usually is. However, the three who are dead all uh, were all second cousins of Miss Tomlinson, her next of kin. What we are here to find out is, does the will under which she inherits her property state to whom that property
3: devises in the event Of her death. Mm, Not exactly. Uh, That is, if she dies intestate, the property under the law would pass to her next of kin.
0: In equal shares, of course. Mr. Thomas, with all her second cousins dead, a third cousin would be next in line? Correct? Oh, absolutely. Of course, I know of no such relative, sir. Unfortunately, sir, we do. His name is Michael Stroud. His whereabouts at present are unknown. Motive, present, Very definitely present. Opportunity, obvious And seized at least three times In Manchester, Norwich and Bristol As to the next move, the inspector outlined a plan Briefly Miss Tomlinson, do you still believe in ghosts?
2: Not anymore
1: Very well
0: Would you be afraid to stay in your house? Alone?
2: I see. I'm to be the bit of cheese in the trap. Correct, Inspector?
0: Absolutely correct.
2: Very well. When do we begin?
0: Only began that night. Joan left the hospital, returned to her house, to the memories, to the now silent ducks, to the still chiming clock. The first night was uneventful. Others followed. Bit by bit, Jones slipped back into a normal everyday routine, a girl in her home with a servant during the day alone at night. The ghost, the three deaths in three cities, the inspector began to take on aspects of a dream. Reality was coming home after an evening in the city, going upstairs, listening to the little clock. Preparing for sleep, indulging in a little habit of talking to herself.
2: There's nothing to worry about, really nothing. He's gone away, out of the country, maybe. I'll oh, forget Michael Stroud, Johnny, forget the whole thing. What's
1: that? How are you, Jonah?
3: Feeling well and safe? Get out. you That won't work, Jenny. You know I'm your cousin, Michael. Come to call.
2: I, I never saw you
3: before. In my life? I know, dear. And now that you have seen me, what else is there to live for?
2: Oh, you, you couldn't get away with it.
3: Yet. Oh, yes, I could. I can I will. You'll be a lovely suicide, dear. Carbon monoxide from the register, from the furnace. Or maybe,
1: yes, maybe
3: they'll call it accidental
2: death. Inspector, I'll you. Oh? No? You know where you are.
3: I doubt it. He wasn't around to seize me tonight, was he?
2: And I'm very good at hiding. Mm.
3: More. I'll never tie me to Cousin Larry or Cousin Jerry or Cousin... I will.
2: Mm. Yes. <laughs> Just a fingerprint.
3: Ah, there now. That's their worry, not mine. Now sit down in that chair. I will sit down. I have it planned perfectly, John. You'll sit down. I'll tie you in that chair. Shut the windows, the door. Turn on the heat. You'll be gagged too. I forgot to mention that. You'll die. Oh, no. I'll come back. Put you on the bed. I said, I said, down and up. Oh. Take him in
1: charge,
0: Sergeant. We have enough. We're shown the bait, Sergeant. Look out. Yes, sir. Oh. 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 Thank you, sir. for getting his gun away, sir. Nicely handled, Sergeant.
2: You all right, Miss Thompson? Yes, I, I think so. He is a very corporeal ghost
0: definitely and I believe his corporeal fingerprints will match those in the handle of a very corporeal knife in Manchester a steering wheel in Norwich a bottle in Bristol and a certain chain in the possession of Scotland Yard have you ever heard of a ghost's fingerprints no neither have I but that chain isn't ghostly you can see it today in the Black Museum. Orson Welles will be back with you in just a moment. case was closed okay. the traditional time one morning in the usual manner. And Michael Stroud at the hands of the Crown became forever an incorporeal ghost. And the chain remains in its usual place in the Yard. And now until we meet next time, I tell you another story of the Black Museum.